My name is Sister Rabi. I'm a trauma expert and a therapist. And for this episode of Chasing Noor, I am here with Sheikh Jamal Dhawan of uh, the Majlis and many other amazing different things that he's been a part of over the years. So thank you for coming to the show. My pleasure. <laughs> and so something very important that we're going to be talking about today is love and connection. The Quranic teaching in, in terms of marriage is, mm-hmm. is not... Um, it's not so complicated in a sense. It's mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a principle that that men and women were created to complement one another, mm-hmm. and that the that the union of marriage is one of the great signs of God in mm-hmm. creation, and that it should be founded upon tranquility and love and mercy, mm-hmm. and um, and that people should live together well. And if it so happens that they're not able to live together well, then they should separate from one in, one another in a respectful and well, mm-hmm. you know, well-mannered way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that's there. I mean, one could look deeper and say, I think one of the major things that I see is that one kind of has to uh, be really serious about connecting with them, their self mm-hmm. um, if, if they're going to seek connection elsewhere. Yeah. And yeah. otherwise, that connection ends up being very superficial, mm-hmm. whether that is with God or with mm-hmm. God's creation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this famous mm-hmm. reported hadith about, uh, mm-hmm. although it's it's very much disputed, but yeah. the idea that one one must uh, whoever knows themselves knows God. Mm. So, yes. yeah, yeah. you know, if that's there's a connection that has to begin with the self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Order, yeah, and I think that's important, and I think a lot of people maybe go into partnerships thinking the other person's going to, like, you know, complete them and fix them and whatever it is. And I, I see a lot of times, you know, with my clients that maybe they, if they have a traumatic experience, they're looking at the other person to help heal that or provide the love, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's missing from them. You had you said um, earlier tranquility, a partner, like, you know, like looking for that, like, tranquility or maybe just, like, you know, I guess I'm... Um, like on like an equal footing that you guys are both coming from the same minds like speak more about that perhaps um, we tend to the, the culture that we live in is very distracted yeah it's very busy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that doesn't often lend well to having some sort of serious connection with ourselves exactly yeah so yeah, yeah. you know just having an understanding like what what am i what am i passionate about what do i care about what do i not care about what yeah. are my pet peeves what mm-hmm, are the things mm-hmm. that bother me but they really shouldn't bother me that yeah, much and what exactly. are the things that don't bother me but they probably should yeah, yeah. what is it that I'm looking for in someone mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then not always trusting our own answers mm-hmm. you know exactly. like I might say that I'm looking for something yeah. and then what I'm actually my actions don't, don't correspond with what exactly. I'm saying right exactly. so 
All of those things are processes by which we get to know ourselves better. When we know mm-hmm. ourselves better, we're able to bring some level of tranquility into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, yeah. And so I think also like messaging, right? So in terms of like what our parents are being taught about what, what love is and everything. And I think like with, with the younger generation, I think their uh, social media, like as I was mentioning like like earlier within a few weeks ago, has such a huge impact on this like instant gratification mm-hmm. that a partner has to be or, you know, a wife, a spouse, like the half meeting has to be looking a certain way, acting mm-hmm. a certain way. And mm-hmm. and also then it's like, well, if that person's not, then there's somebody else out there, you know, that's also there. And I think like people may not take, you know, people as seriously or, you know, mm-hmm. marriages as seriously. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've seen how social media has kind of impacted people? Yeah. I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that in general, social media, and I'm kind of, I probably rant about social media too much. <laughs> I want to try to rein it in a little bit, but, yeah. <laughs> but in general, mm-hmm. social media often um, seems to encourage a level of superficiality yeah. that yeah. doesn't help that whole situation. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think it also puts partners to a standard that's not matchable and having that perfect photo and you you had mentioned tranquility and I think a lot of people think that you know uh like a marriage is kind of like there's going to be some drama in it and then messages from Bollywood and Hollywood and all these other components that make it seem as if jealousy is normal Mm. and you know so how have you seen like perhaps just you know in terms of like domestic violence or you know maybe just different forms of emotional abuse have shown up for people Um, we tend to have a you know I think it's true for any people that care about scripture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that um, when that's the case in the scripture it it can be manipulated yes right and so people will say that the most hateful of permissible things to Allah is the Mm -hmm. divorce Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and they'll mm -hmm. use that as kind of like a means by which to encourage people to stay in relationships that are not healthy exactly but you know oftentimes these ways that texts are misused Mm -hmm. are misuses right so of course it's the most hated of the permissible things it's permissible Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. permissible it's not it's not that you have to stay in a relationship that's that's unhealthy or abusive or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. um sometimes even unfulfilling although that one i think Mm -hmm. needs oftentimes a little bit more uh, digging yeah. to understand like what's of that course. about and is it reconcilable and yeah, so on. Definitely, definitely. But but the abuse one is a big one mm-hmm. and people oftentimes and, and as you know you you work in this field that mm-hmm. oftentimes people who are abused um, have things that they need to work through mm-hmm. that oftentimes make it difficult for them to escape that abuse. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. so there's there's a lot of kind of community support and emotional support that's yeah. needed exactly to help them out and I feel like a lot of times they feel so alone and they feel like they can't trust somebody else so you saying that's very powerful for other people that might be listening who feel alone and stuck and then knowing that you're saying that provides support so in terms of like what you've kind of seen you know um you know being chaplain at UCLA and the different the different experiences so a lot of times like uh within like as I mentioned to you like I reverted to Islam you know through when I was um in the MSA and it was something that you know it was it was a very beautiful thing to kind of connect reconnect you know to my faith and everything and a lot of times you know somebody may not be that connected to their faith and the MSA is that safe space Mm -hmm. but sometimes it can also be you know a negative space as well Mm -hmm. for individuals so how have you kind of seen you know um people navigate msas 
I mean, such is community life. Mm, yes, yes, community yes, life. yes. Community life is very, very similar to family life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It's very conflicted. Yeah. Some, you, have the, you have really good situations, you have really bad situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And learning how to navigate that and how to figure out what works for each individual person in yeah. their relationship with the community at various times. Exactly. The exactly. community is also a very convoluted concept yeah. because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never really know what we mean by that yeah. when we talk about it. But for example, mm-hmm, if we're talking mm-hmm. about MSAs and yeah. things, um, each MSA is different. But exactly. you see, you see um, usually, at least in my experience, mm-hmm. con- conversion in MSA is generally easier than other places. Mm. Because yeah. in MSA, you have a really controlled environment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is generally more open-minded, more welcoming, stuff mm-hmm. like that, than yeah. the great... And you also have more time, yes. usually. Exactly. Depending exactly. on, you know, person's circumstances again, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some people certainly don't have time when they're in college. But yeah. for a lot of people, they have more flexibility in college than they will mm-hmm. other, places, other places. Yeah. So now they can spend more time with the Muslims, they can be around exactly. them, they can kind of grow... Yeah. Go through those things. Definitely. Um, and then do the prayers like on ritual as well, mm-hmm. too, because I think like that was something that at, during Ramadan, a lot of people were exploring the faith more and were coming into the MSAs more because they were able to like see that community feeling mm-hmm. that maybe they've also, you know, stepped away from. Even in terms of like, you know, connection with other people, it's also like, you know, if maybe you've made like mistakes in general. And I think a lot of people, they um, they feel shame re entering, you know, the masjid, they're re entering like a lot of the communities if they've made mistakes in their past or they feel people define them by it so um what have you kind of like experienced as to how to best like connect with people and support them if they feel so ashamed that you know they've had maybe you know substance abuse or alcohol Mm -hmm. abuse or anything that Mm -hmm. was there that's like i'm not a good muslim i Mm -hmm. did something haram so i'm you know Mm -hmm. like signed off yeah i mean that whole thing is very It happens a lot. A, like, a basic yeah. principle of Ahl Sunnah and Jama'ah, basic mm-hmm. principle of Ahl Sunnah and Jama'ah, mainstream Islam, is that mm-hmm. people don't leave Islam because of sins they commit. Mm-hmm. This is number one. Mm-hmm. Committing sins does not take you out of Islam. Mm-hmm. Committing mm-hmm. sins doesn't even necessarily make you a good Muslim or a bad Muslim. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. when we confront terms, I like to think about how would I translate this into Arabic because I want to figure out where does it fit in our history. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. idea of a yeah. good Muslim or a bad Muslim, yes. there's no translation for that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's not a concept that yeah. is part of our mm-hmm. tradition. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. say that someone is, is like... Uh, not reliable someone mm-hmm. maybe is corrupt because they're regularly engaging in sins but like that doesn't yeah. that doesn't change that as soon as they stop they're mm-hmm. not that anymore exactly it's exactly. not it's, a, it's not like this um mm-hmm. it's not like a static thing yeah right yeah, and yeah. and repentance is very real and repentance is very immediate mm-hmm. for someone who is sincere and they're coming back to allah and they're yeah. saying i did this and it's wrong mm-hmm. and i think that oftentimes our own when we're raised in ways that are very um, authoritarian yes. and very punitive. Yes, very rigid. Then yeah. when when we make mistakes, we mm-hmm. tend to be very punitive with ourselves. Exactly. And exactly. That's all internal. Mm-hmm, 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 and that's mm-hmm. all about other people. Yeah. And that's not about Allah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, Allah is more happy with the person coming back mm-hmm. to Him than the baby, than the mother who loses her baby and mm-hmm. finds it. Right. Mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm, Allah mm-hmm. loves for people to come back to Him. Mm-hmm. And. That's, you know, when I look at myself, mm. I, I can lose hope. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ibn Al-Ta'ala says this in one of his his beautiful his first hikmah actually in his beautiful work on wisdoms mm-hmm. says that the sign that a person's depending on themselves mm-hmm. and not Allah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that when they make a mistake they lose hope. Because mm. now, if my if my yeah. look is to myself, yeah, yeah, I will yeah. lose hope. Because mm-hmm. I'll say, I did this, and I did this, and I did this, and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. But if my look is to my Lord, mm. then that's a whole different, of course. That's a whole different thing, right? Yeah. And there yeah. there is a challenge in that, right? Like community can make that harder, or community yeah. can make that easier. Yeah. And you know, these are things that need to be worked on. Yeah. Because the, for us, the door of repentance should always be open. The door of recommitting should always be open. Mm-hmm. One of the beautiful things that Imam Sharani says in his Adab al Sahba, his work mm-hmm. on the etiquettes of companionship mm-hmm. he says that the believer shouldn't think like if a believer mm-hmm. sees someone commit a mistake mm-hmm. like say for example someone's walking and then they, mm-hmm. you see them do something wrong yeah. and then you see yeah. them turn a corner yeah you mm-hmm. should believe to yourself mm-hmm. that they already or even he says like you should yeah. believe that they repented yeah before you even realize that they made the mistake. Mm, like, mm-hmm, why would you mm-hmm. assume that they didn't repent? Exactly. Even if you saw them sinning in front yeah. of you, yeah, why would yeah. you assume that they didn't repent immediately? Mm, yeah. So there's this idea of like, we have to hold that space of, mm-hmm. of, of repentance for one another. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and Toba, I like Toba better than repentance. Repentance also mm. feels very punitive, right? Yeah, but Toba yeah. is just turning. Mm. Like we have to facilitate the turning back. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as someone turns away, they just turn back. As soon mm-hmm. as they forget, they just remember. Yeah. And it's really it's really important that we 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 make that we don't become barriers for people in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting because when I was thinking of like when I was saying my shahada and like the like the the power behind it and what that actually meant was like very was one of the reasons why I you know I I referred about to Islam. But can you explain just a little bit more about like what exactly is the shahada? Like what exactly are you saying? Islam perhaps yeah. you were raised Muslim and then you're coming back you know yeah yeah I mean the primordial covenant everything goes back to the primordial covenant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the primor- primordial covenant is the one that's mentioned in Surah Al-A'raf 7th mm-hmm. chapter of the Quran mm-hmm. where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the souls of every human being that would ever exist mm-hmm. um, and and he uh, he asked them to bear witness that he is their lord Mm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and they all bore witness so deep down inside of our souls there's a knowledge of god Mm, mm -hmm, there's a remembrance mm -hmm. of that primordial covenant Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. some people of knowledge will say that even the people who are close to you when that took place are Mm -hmm. people that you'll feel close to in this life there's there's an affinity Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and all of that is is to say that that is deep inside of us. Mm-hmm. That's our primordial mm-hmm. nature. Yeah, is to know God. Yeah, and we may live any amount of time in our lives where we mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah, but the ultimate reality is to remember it. Yeah, and so that's just a turning back. That's a reversion, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So when 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 one takes the shahada mm-hmm. and they bear witness to that they are yeah. bearing witness to the truth of that primordial covenant mm-hmm. and they're they're connecting to that again since yeah. you're acting a lot about connection yeah they're, they're <laughs> reconnecting to mm-hmm. that primordial covenant yeah yeah it's very beautiful and i think like when i was thinking it in terms of also like you know like all your past sins will be forgiven and mm-hmm. it's like a restate of like rebirth and yeah. i know a couple of my clients that you know were formerly incarcerated like mm. that like saying that for them was just a huge huge yeah Islam it wipes away what came before it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeah. even a step further 
and those things that one did wrong actually can become good deeds. Yeah. Which I think is like it feels so heavy to like hold on to those, you know, those those thoughts and everything if somebody's been sitting with that shame and that guilt and everything for so many years. Yeah. That's so 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 powerful. And I think like, you know, in terms of like recreating yourself and even just recreating like relationships with other people around yeah. them is, is a whole other different challenge. Like a lot of people say like it was written for me to, you know, to be in these positions of pain and everything because I've done something wrong. Something being written is not about punishment. Something mm-hmm. being written is about, you know, things happen in life. Yeah. And and sometimes they're good things, sometimes they're bad things. Yeah. And the only response we can really have to that is to seek wisdom mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to seek to grow. And tremendous growth can come from tremendous pain. Mm-hmm. And that's that's sometimes really hard to keep sight of when you're in the middle of that pain. Yeah. That's yeah, why, yeah. you know, Dr. Dr. Jackson wrote a really nice article one time called the, mm-hmm. um, on the backbreaking jihad of speaking truth to pain. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, like truth mm-hmm. to power is one thing, but truth to pain is a whole different thing because yeah. people, there's just so much there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Allah is not, that is not our Lord. Mm-hmm. That is not our Lord. Our, yeah. our Lord is not a vindictive Lord. Mm-hmm. Our Lord is not a punitive Lord mm-hmm. who is seeking to like, you know, I made this mistake, so I deserve this or that. No. Exactly. No. I mean, yeah. The ultimate purpose of, of creation is so that you can know God, mm-hmm. not so that you can be punished for mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I think that that's just... Um, that's really sad to think about it that way but yeah. I know that people do I yeah. know that people do and I you know mm-hmm, I, I just mm-hmm, think that mm-hmm. we should reframe it that yeah. things that have happened they're written yeah and what's not written is my response mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and the teachings of Islam yeah guide me as to how my response should be mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can always work on my response yeah you know, definitely Allah give us Tofi Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really powerful. And the messages that I've got in terms of, you know, Islam from different leaders is that it comes from a place of love versus mm-hmm. the vindictiveness. And I think also um, the majlis in itself, it's like all over your website and all over everything you guys do is to come from it as a place of love and to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a friend. Mm-hmm. And so can you speak more about like just in terms of like, you know, coming from a place of like, you know, like the, the compassion with yourself as well as like looking at him in a compassionate way as a friend versus like that power dynamic that might be in place. If that you know, it's an educational problem. Yeah. You know. Yeah, of course. Uh, our our overall our overall narrative in the Muslim community yeah. tends to be very guilt driven. Yeah, yeah. Everything is guilt based. Like our mm-hmm. primary method of motivation is to make people feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. And that's not yeah, really mm-hmm. very useful, yeah. and that's not really very good. And mm-hmm. And it has major, major consequences, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people should stay in relationships and this and that. No, yeah. you should, it, you know, in the, and this is part of why it's mm-hmm. it's not really so popular to say anymore, but yeah. the Sharia is important yeah. because the Sharia will tell you mm-hmm. what is and is not acceptable yeah. outside of my feelings of this and this and mm-hmm. that. The Sharia tells you it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. For a spouse to abuse their spouse. Yeah, yeah. It's very simple. Exactly. Uh, the Sharia yeah. tells you that it's unacceptable for a mm-hmm. parent to abuse their child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, know? mm-hmm. you can come at me and quote whatever, misquote whatever hadith you want to misquote. Exactly. But that doesn't change the reality of the way that this was interpreted mm-hmm. throughout the centuries by the people of knowledge, not mm-hmm. by the people of nefs. Um, yeah. You know, so there, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. I think our narrative needs to be a lot more positive. It needs to be a lot more 
I mean, I, I, I really just think there's so much nefs in it. Because yeah. if it's all my nefs, my base self, yeah. Yeah. if my base self is the thing that's dominant in the narrative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then, um, you know, it's going to come out probably very negative. But if my yeah. if my narrative is about Allah, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it better come out positive or I yeah. need to review some things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we do have various approaches to the spirit, spiritual path. Mm-hmm. There is an approach that's very much more yeah. discipline-based, yeah. like I need to control myself and and so on and so forth but that's not negative it's just discipline based and the other approach is very Mm -hmm. gratitude and like love based and and both have their place Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um definitely and i feel like i hear the word like come as you are often in terms of like Mm -hmm. whenever i see language of like the matches online and stuff so what does that mean because that's a very powerful thing that Mm -hmm. for you know for somebody to hear and experience that's what imam zaid said anyone who (laughs) anyone who uses that tagline mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they took it from Imam Zaid whether or not they know it his, his tagline was <laughs> yeah. come as you are to Islam as it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, and as long as that is accepted yeah. everything's fine yeah, like yeah you don't if if someone's not doing something that's acceptable in mm-hmm, Islam mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's I'm not threatened by that yeah that's, yeah, yeah. that's God's religion Exactly. God told us what to do. Yeah. Someone yeah, does yeah. it, that's up to them. They don't yeah. do it, it's up to them. Mm-hmm, it doesn't make mm-hmm. any difference to me. Yeah. And they're going to come. Yeah. And if they come, then they should be welcomed and they should be honored and they should yeah. be treated with hospitality exactly. and courtesy and everything else. Yeah. That's our religion. Exactly. I don't know when our religion became like everyone decided that they were going to be the the judge. Yes, the Haram and, police. Yeah, and like, yeah. why are yeah. you the judge? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they take it upon themselves. Uh, and yeah. that's that's why even you know some of the people of knowledge they said mm-hmm. that that role actually is not for everyone mm-hmm. the role of mm-hmm. I saw this and it's wrong and yeah. I have to say that it's wrong no that's mm-hmm. not for everyone because not yeah. everyone has the requisite knowledge and wisdom mm-hmm. to do that responsibly yes exactly. and I think that we've seen enough examples yes, of that to, to know the truth of that you yeah know? and to so, push people out definitely yeah, it's very detrimental yeah Thank you so much. So I'll go ahead and wrap it up. You know, thank you for providing a lot of different perspective. And I think there's a lot of people out there who feel ashamed to step back or feel stuck in their mistakes. So if you can just like end with like a really small like dua for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, just in general, like people that may be experiencing pain or anything like that. Yeah. And we'll go ahead and end sure. it. Thank you. Sure. You know, we ask Allah to, to um, you know, Allah is the source of all peace and perfection. And we ask him to heal our wounds and bring us to completion uh, through our love for the Prophet and our following of his way and they say nothing is difficult for Allah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we ask him to be a source of you know may we turn to him mm-hmm. may we seek him and may he take us from one, one level to the next inshallah mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you.